All right, Wizards fans, we're back with another episode of Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Jeremy Hyman and Jacob Rain. We're talking Wizards basketball. Before now, we get before we get going, I've got I've got to interrupt Jamoke. Jeez, just, already? Yeah, it, took, it only took fifteen seconds. But so, in case you couldn't hear from his opening, Jamoke had his wisdom teeth out. If that's bothering you, tweet us at Off the Bench, or no, we don't have a Twitter account yet. Tweet us at one of our handles, and we'll make sure that Jamoke doesn't host again. I didn't know you had your wisdom he gets teeth, teeth out. Fixed. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you I, thought I'm that in was pain. Just how he normally sounds. I'm in, I'm in a lot of pain, but I'm doing this for the fans anyway. I'm eating and drinking and doing off the bench podcast just for the fans. He's real, real messed up on oxycontin probably right now. <laughs> it's really bad. It's really bad. But I'm here no, but and I'm happy. We, we we appreciate him fighting well, through the pain. This is my first off the bench since the season started. We had such a crazy uh, travel schedule. Yeah, we. Uh, Chris Gary filled in for you. You might know him from being in your department at work. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I've seen him. <laughs> What'd you think of his work? <laughs> great the last great, podcast. Great job. That's what they say. Next man up. Next man up. That's, that's I was how a little worried it. about you getting Wally pipped, but like you're back. You're so back. We're good. You're back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> back and ready. Ready for uh, a new edition. So what? What's first on the agenda, Jamoke? So first on the agenda is. Let's raise our hand, and I know you can't see us. This is a podcast, Jamoke. <laughs> raise a podcast. Maybe we should make some audible. I'm, I'm going to describe the, the look on Jeremy and Jacob's face that who thought we were going to have a three-game winning streak after last night. Jacob looks at Jeremy <laughs> with this like smirk on his uh, face. I, I didn't have a great it feeling <laughs> about the game last night. Jeremy, 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 just Jeremy unfortunately, he did. He, he did predict last night's outcome. What? Jeremy, I didn't uh, know this. I didn't, I didn't have a good feeling. I, something about it just, I don't know why, I just didn't have a good feeling. And they could have won that game just like they could have won a lot of these games. But I'm trying to become more, a little more of a realist Realistic. in uh, trying to think. I, I mean, it's just, for, you know, I keep, we've talked all last year. I Obviously, we haven't gotten to do this this year. But, you know, you keep looking at these teams where you keep thinking the Wizards should beat this team. The Wizards should beat that team. But they're not doing it. So eventually you have to just start accepting reality and seeing that they're not, you know, they're struggling with some of the lesser teams. They're losing to teams that they should beat. At least I still think they should beat. But maybe they shouldn't beat them. Maybe they are who they are. And this is who they are. So um, I think, you know, there's still plenty of season left. But it's kind of at the point now where you've seen them for 23 games. It's a pretty good chunk of the season. How much better do you think they're really going to get the rest of the year? That's that's sort of the question that I'm I've been asking some some people. I mean, I ha- I have to, I certainly can't disagree with anything that you just said. I do I do I did feel good about last night. I mean, I just had watched a little bit of that Miami team, and they've been super disappointing. Um, probably more disappointing than we have on the whole, even though they've beaten us twice now. Um, uh, they'd lost five games in a row. Um, things were not going in their favor. I thought last night set up well for us. Um, clearly, we couldn't close the game, but I thought that last night had the had the real opportunity to be a turning point in this yeah. young season. Yeah, it would have been a big win, and I I do think the Wizards have been playing. They de- I think they've made some strides. They have been playing a little bit better over the last couple weeks. Maybe other than that Orlando game, um, you know the road trip. On the San Antonio and Oklahoma City games were two yeah. of the better games they played. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, like it's so they're playing to the level of the competition. Well, Is yeah. That, can we kind of say that good and bad? Like Sometimes play against the San Antonio and yeah. really challenge them, but then they can't beat these the lesser teams that we well, should be beating by so ten I mean, points. To, so to be, to, I mean, to, to discuss, I mean, to discuss a, a couple, what, at least one positive. I thought that the Milwaukee game was really good. Um, that was a team that came in pretty hot, even though now they're obviously really struggling, but. I thought that th- I thought they played pretty well against Milwaukee. Um, they did a really they did a really nice job of closing that game, which they hadn't done. And then they, that was that was three in a that was three out of four. Yeah. And and then I to go to go into Miami with a chance to get four out of five, three in a row. And no matter who your opponent is, you know that's 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 challenge that's good for any team in the NBA to have those kind of numbers, unless you're like the Houston Rockets right now, who have won like forty seven games in a row or something like that. Yeah. Um, but and so I really thought that. That had the opportunity to be a last night had the opportunity to be a momentum swinger, and it's just one game in a long season, and nothing's a must win or anything like that. But the fact is that um, to get la- la- that win la- that night, have won three in a row heading into this, to be quite blunt, really challenging stretch of games right now. I mean, yeah. we're at home for three, but it's against three teams that I think are going to give us a lot of trouble. Yeah, um, yeah, three three teams that should be in the playoffs this year. So that's it's it'll be a tough tough homestand, but regardless. It's not to me. It's just it's not the offense. They have enough offense to win. I think they're scoring enough points. They're doing enough on the both, offensive both end. Both Wall and Beal are playing it really high. Yeah, I, thirty I and twenty nine last <laughs> night respectively for Wall and Beal. Yeah, you could go run through the starting lineup, put together you know whatever lineups you want. Even with some of the deficiencies from the bench over the first quarter of the season, even with that, they're putting up enough points to win. Their offensive numbers, I think, are good enough to win. It's the other side. It's the defense. It's just not consistent. It's not consistent enough to win. And it's it's so clear that, you know, when this team was the 44-46 win teams that was winning in the playoffs for, you know, a couple of rounds a couple of years ago, they were a good defensive team, a top 10, top 10. A top 10 defensive team. And they've gone so far the other way to become I mean now they're you know a bottom 10 defensive team you see it at times there's good quarters there's good stretches where you can see they do have the ability but it's just not consistent and look at Miami just this that's a bad offensive team they scored their two highest scoring games of the season are both against the Wizards that's not a coincidence Orlando another made, bad offensive team Goran Dragic look like a lefty Kobe last night yeah yeah and and Orlando scores 124 points against us uh, what is that a week ago 10 days ago yeah that's another team that's a bottom five offensive team in the league. They put up. I mean, it's these, a bottom two offensive team. Yeah, and like these type of things, like you know, some you can always say you know small sample size. These things, you know, players get hot. It's starting to um, not become, but a it's small but it's size, it's though. it's too. It's happening too often. It's down the you know. I thought down the stretch they actually played good defense in that Milwaukee game, in the Denver game to get those wins. So I thought maybe there's a little bit of a turning point but last night in Miami it was not not great um Dragic was really tough on them and you know I, it's not sometimes it's mental sometimes it's physical sometimes I think it's just like attitude and having that edge and that that toughness and that yeah um, you know all the kind of those buzz buzzy words that people like to use it's hard to quantify some of that but but you kind of know it when you see it and you see when good teams you know make the big stops down the stretch or you know get re- get after it on the defensive end and i've seen this team do it but they don't do it enough and 
that's I think that's why they're not in fourteen. See, I really she, thought I really thought that um, they sh- they showed it though in the in the Milwaukee game and in the fourth quarter of the Denver game. I thought they showed some of that. I, yeah, and that's why I thought that maybe they were starting to make some strides, and who knows, it, Miami's one game. Maybe they win these next three at home. They win two out of three, which I yeah. would take. And, you know, things do start to turn around. It's, it might take a little bit of time. Granted, this is Scott Brooks's first year. It is a new system. The whole bench is all new. They are trying to learn how to play with one another. But And, the, and, but, and that was my next question. How long – were you thinking at the beginning of the season you give this team before we can no longer say, well, it's a learning curve. They're trying to get adjusted to each other because in my mind I feel like that could be like a midseason thing before they click. I mean, and I know this is crazy, but we're talking about the the we're doing the a, a, a short on a monumental short on the 20th anniversary of the 96-97 team. Everybody thought that team was going to make the playoffs. They started off slow, below 500, and it wasn't until the All Star break where they fired Jim Lynham. And I know they're not going to do that with Scott Brooks, but it wasn't that until then that the decision. team. Yes, but it wasn't until then that the team started to click. They they hung around there enough to finally get going and make hey, an AC. There's there's plenty of examples of teams that have had bad first quarters, bad first halves, and completely turn a season around in the second half. I mean, I think Charlotte did it last year. If I, I'd have to double-check the exact numbers, but I'm almost sure that Charlotte, maybe the last 30 games of the year, went on a crazy streak Mm-hmm. Um, to finish, you know, one as one of the top teams in the East, because for a while they were around the Wizards' record yeah. last year. One of those teams fighting for a playoff spot, and then they shot up. So sometimes I don't if if it's a lineup change, if it's a tweak, if it's if it's a mentality, if it's a meeting or whatever it is, something that really can spark a season. That can happen. I mean, I'm not. I don't think this team is without the talent that they couldn't turn the season around to become a playoff team. Yeah. It's just going to be hard to sit here and predict it to happen because it it's probably more unlikely than likely because it doesn't happen. It's not like it happens all the time, mm-hmm. and it's not like, you know, for the most part, teams are what they are. Like, what you are through 25 games, you're not going to be drastically different for the last 65. Yeah. Uh, 55? What's the math? 55 games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. about 55 yeah. games. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's why that's why it's hard to sit here, especially I think it's harder for me because of what happened last year. Last year, I kept waiting and waiting for that to happen because, you know, obviously last year it was still so new to us to yeah. not after two straight playoff years with two emerging young stars. I had I was very confident the team was going to make the playoffs for a good portion of last year that they were going to turn it around and it never happened. Mm-hmm. So now you have that in your mind this year and that's sort of that's the freshest thing on your mind about what this team is. You know, they changed the coach, they changed the bench, but the starting lineup is the same. Yeah. I just don't know. Like it's now it's now a that's kind of like over a hundred games. I know Morris is different in the starting right, lineup, but right. you know, that core, John, Brad, Otto, March, March, that is a core that's been the starters for, you know, a good, that's a good chunk of games without being really a winning basketball team. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like, I don't know if I could sit here and say this team's turning it around. They're going to make a run and they're going to be a playoff team. It's just hard to do right now. All right. We look at the schedule quick, 
quick stat here. Wizards head coach Scott Brooks, three wins away from 350 in the NBA. How many games do you think it takes him to get there? Hmm. You got Charlotte, Detroit, the Clippers at home, then at Indiana, Chicago, at Milwaukee. Yeah, maybe I don't know if we should do predictions, Jamoko. Oh, yeah. we're, we're not good. We're not good. We're not good on the predictions. But <laughs> that's I, I even don't know. worse. Hopefully, you guys, you guys didn't even no, want to do it. Let's say, let's hope by Christmas. By Christmas, okay. By Christmas, let's hope they're gonna do it. That that's my hope that that they could get. I think they can get three wins by Christmas. They have what six games before yep. Christmas? Yeah. Six so let's games. hope that it will be at least three and oh, three. Six games. The holy cow! I mean, Chicago, Indiana, at Milwaukee. I mean, it's the NBA. Here. That's uh, I, oh, I mean, I know it's the NBA, and frankly, every game on our schedule looks tough. Right I mean, now. who? There's not yeah. that many teams that I'd say are like. I mean, for us, nothing's a gimme, but like. You know, Charlotte's a good team. I don't think they're a great team. Detroit's good. They're not great. Those are winnable. Um, the Clippers are a very good team. Indiana um, looks like a pretty darn good Indiana team. Indiana is probably a good team. I don't think that they're great. I mean, that's the road trip. Milwaukee and Chicago. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, they're all tough. I mean, nothing's almost, – almost every game is tough for us. But I think – yeah, I don't think it's out of the question. We couldn't get three win- – three, go three and three in these next six. Definitely not. Um, so yeah, let's say by Christmas, let's hope he's reached that 350 mark. Okay. Okay. Um, let's talk about Wall and Beal. Uh, on Christmas, All Star voting will start. Yep. Beal, Wall, both legitimate All Stars right now, or they still have to show you something in these next six games before the voting starts to say that they're locks. To me, John Wall is a lock. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, team performance certainly can be taken into consideration, and that that could hurt him right now unless they, they pick it up before then. But to me, his numbers and the eyeball test dictate that he's an all-star. Yeah, I think Wall should definitely be an all-star again. I, if this team was, what are they, 14-9, and nine, mm-hmm. I think you could probably make a pretty good case for both of them to make the all-star team if they had that record. But then again, it's going to be hard to put two all-stars on a team that's that 9 and 14, no, you I mean, know. And the the guards in the East are deep. Right. And yeah. there's a lot of good competition. There's a lot of good I mean, John, in the East. John and Brad are certainly worthy. I mean, John's having another career year. Bradley's having a career year. What what's Bradley up to now points per game? 23. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this is Beal is to me, this is the Beal that we wanted for uh, mm-hmm. from an offensive standpoint mm-hmm. for sure. He's been healthy. He's been scoring. I think he's been an excellent, excellent offensive player. And, I I mean, in a lot of years, he would definitely have a strong case to be an all-star. Again, I think – I mean, he's, I mean there's, there's, there's a case. Yeah, oh, for sure. I think he's definitely out there. And, um, and I think that – but I do think that when you look at the quality of guards in the East, I mean, it's an uphill battle for – it's going to be an uphill battle for us to get two on this team. Right. And yeah. I think that having been on the team for three straight years and having only seen his numbers improve, yeah. I would find it hard to see John Wall not on the all-star team. But Right. So, I mean, the, so the game's back in New Orleans. Right. You think, think yes. it would be nice to get Wall and Beal back in the slam dunk in a three-point contest? Yeah. That's, you know, that was what our – that? that was fun. That, that was in New Orleans. New Orleans all-star a couple years ago was really, So really another great. thing that I would love – see in new orleans and i don't i don't know if it's going to happen but man would i love to see kelly in the rookie sophomore game Ooh, yeah, yeah in new yeah. orleans and yeah. the way he's been playing lately and the excitement that he shows on the court and stuff like that i mean 
I think that there's there's a um, there's there's a case at least. Yeah, no, I think I think that's definitely definitely possible. I think Kelly's shown a lot of um, improvement over these last couple of weeks. He's he's been a guy that kind of went from out of the rotation to being you know a small minutes guy, and now all of a sudden he's maybe one of the most impactful players on this team. He's playing all the, crunch, all the crunch time minutes. Especially yeah. defensively. You see that lineup that they keep going to in the crunch time. Brooks has trust in him. He's been the mm-hmm. defensive wing, and sometimes he's taking the point guard. Sometimes he's taking the team's best player. That's kind of, if you remember in he's our preseason so role. He's so long. Yeah, and pre, remember in the preseason, that I think he was my X factor. Yeah. Those were some of the things that I was talking about with him. So it's good to see that part of him. It actually coming along here. So, yeah, and it, he's such a fun guy. It would be great to see him get to New Orleans, you know, where he's originally yeah. from. Um, that would be really great for him if he could go down and be, be so a part of that game. There. Yeah, that really would be great. So, hopefully, if he keeps playing like this, I think he's got a shot at it. There's, a, You know, it's a good class. There's probably a lot of guys. I don't know how they do that selection, but, yeah, um, yeah hopefully. That would be really exciting. Okay. All right. We, we I think this was a solid podcast, huh? I mean, I think that this is the most real we've ever kept it. It, it is. Wow. That, I think it the fans, was? You yeah, thought it was fan, yeah, real, 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 real talk? Real? Yes. Wow. Real talk. That's, um, well, I mean, I've told you, I'm trying to be as realistic as possible without <laughs> putting the wizard's glasses on. Um, but well, well, how about this for a good note for the fans out there that are going to listen and hopefully come to a wizard's game in this three-game homestand. John Wall is averaging 27.5 points per game, 8.8 assists, 5.8 rebounds. The Wizards are 3-1 and one in those contests, 2.8 steals, all of these in the last four home games. So hopefully we'll see more of uh, the Wall Star um, yeah. as we go into the All-Star voting. I'd be remiss if we made it to the end of this podcast, and if you, the listener, has made it all the way to the end of this podcast, if I didn't mention Wiz Social Night and give <laughs> a shout-out. Um, Wiz Social Night um, is going to be Friday night against the Pistons. All right. We're going to have lots of fun stuff. There's a ticket package available, which includes a ticket, um, a sweet T-shirt, and also the chance to um, be entered into a contest to be uh, to do some social media with us on the court before the game. There you go. Take over, I the, like Wiz- it. Take, take over the Wizards accounts. Hang out with us. Heck, maybe we'll We're going to have them take over the Wizards accounts? Yep. Oh boy! Oh, I mean, we got. We get to be, screen them first. Well, it'll be pending some approval, but we want to. <laughs> we want to showcase. We want to showcase fan creativity, and um, and who knows? Maybe um, if you do well enough, we'll invite you on a future episode of uh, Little OTB. Of off the bitch. Okay, yeah. OTB. I like it. I'll throw it out there. Okay. All right. Well, we hope you have enjoyed this podcast for Jeremy Hyman and Jacob Rame. I'm Jamoke Davis. We'll catch you next time after the holidays, everybody. Get well, Jamoke. Ciao for now. I will. Bye. <laughs>